So someone was just shot outside the White House as President Trump gave a speech. He was even called out and uh, interrupted his speech. He came back in a few moments later, and that person, we don't know much details yet, uh, was moved to the hospital. Now, there's a lot more that we're going to dive into right after a few short words from our Patriot sponsors. You probably don't want to miss this video. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So I'm going to start off with the seven-year-old kid from Georgia who supposedly died of the coronavirus and supposedly died without any sort of pre-existing conditions. But I will mention that he had a seizure in the shower and uh, had some head injury. Okay, so what actually killed him was not coronavirus. Supposedly he tested positive afterwards, but look... It was not as the media portrayed it, of course. They say the AP actually wrote, quote, the boy had no other chronic health conditions. The boy's death comes amid nationwide debate about the risk that children face in getting infected or spreading the coronavirus, particularly as the school year begins. More fear attempts, right? In fact, that's not what happened at all. So, in fact... He actually died of a seizure in the shower. Now, um, he actually had a head injury and prior to that had zero Wuhan virus symptoms. So after he was pronounced dead, that's when they did a rapid test that showed evidence of COVID-19 possibility. And remember, they're, they're basically paying people to, to call it coronavirus at this point. They've paid hospitals and they've paid um, state governments an incentive for the more they had and even recently um, California is moving to pay people to even say that they have the virus and I'm not joking about that we're gonna we're gonna go into that as well so President Trump has a 36% approval rating with black voters this is according to the latest Rasmussen poll which still probably heavily slanted to the left but um, most of these polls are and that still shows you that he's gaining ground, even in their rig metrics. So they really are uh, losing this thing. Now, they normally will oversample Democrats, but that just shows you that even among an oversampling of Democrats, we're still getting a third or more are supporting President Trump. All of the walkaway, all of the, the Blexit, for example, that is happening as people continue to abandon the Democrat Party, or as I should put it, um, remember the famous saying, I didn't leave my party, my party left me. So that's happening to a lot of Democrats right now. They don't feel any different, but they feel as though the party has just gone crazy and left them. And of course it has. It went far radical, far left. And if you want to go look at Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden's agreement recently, it's pretty much worse than anything Bernie Sanders was going for himself. It's a far left wish list. Now, 
I'm also going to mention that Bloomberg is going after QAnon and they're talking about interventions and other articles are out there saying, what can we do to stop it? And I just want to mention, nothing can stop what is coming. Fake news, nothing. However, they are going to try to make my life and other people's lives miserable for spreading the truth. I can certainly bet on that one, and I'm not usually a betting guy. Uh, now, I've, I've experienced it, you know, and I'm sure they're going to continue it, and I think I know what's coming next. I, I'm starting to see a couple of patterns emerge around this fake QAnon, or fake Anon, as I call him, and uh, I think he's got a video documentary coming out soon, and then um, after that, it's probably going to be fake news calling him the Q, and who knows, all the fake MAGA will join in, Alex Jones and all the others will probably say he's Q too. And it will be a big um, smear campaign against this uh, sock puppet QAnon or this uh, straw straw man argument, which is what it really is. And he's going to set us all up and it's going to make us look as a criminal organization and then they're going to censor us. I think that's what's coming next um, because I do see a couple of patterns emerging around this proven agent provocateur with a pattern on a history. Now, I also want to mention um, this is not comedy. This is real life, although I'm just joking. Of course, this is comedy, but this is kind of real life in the fact that we're seeing a lot of this happen in America, politically speaking, around coronavirus. I'm going to play a short clip from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Bring Out Your Dead. And of course, they just had a plague and they're going through the I guess the bubonic plague and the dark ages. And this is a, a very slapstick British kind of comedy. May not be everybody's cup of tea, but just wait for it. Bring out your days. Bring out your days. Here's your ninepence. I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go with the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. Well, do us a favour. I can't. Well, can you hang around a couple of minutes? He won't be long. No, I've got to go to Robinson's. They've lost nine today. Well, when's your next run? Thursday. You think I'll go for a walk? You're not fooling anyone, you know. Look, isn't there something you can do? I feel happy. I feel happy. Ah, oh, thanks very much. Touch off. See you on Thursday. Right. right. Who's that then? I don't know. Must be a king. Why? He hasn't got shit all over him. Now... 
Yes, that's a little um, funny, but it's also pretty serious because at this point, it's comedy reflecting life. And even though this is a very old movie, they're virtually trying to kill people off. And I, and I don't even, they're literally trying to kill people off in Democrat-controlled areas. But of course, even outside of Democrat-controlled areas, they're still rigging the statistics to virtually make everyone seem dead and, and or, or dying. And they're trying to rig a, a, a bubonic plague repeat. Look at how, contextualize this. Uh, go look at how we reacted to the swine flu, which was probably worse. Okay. And Obama didn't panic and shut down society. So moving on. Um, and, and you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, a lot of these far leftists, they might be willing to smack somebody in the back of the head to, you know, metaphorically finish them off for this virus or whatever it may be. You know, we've seen Cuomo sacrifice elderly by pushing the sick in there. What what if you get a, a Dr. Cuomo who wants to ramp up the ventilator and kill more people so his hospital gets an extra, what is it, about 20,000-something each time uh, somebody's on a ventilator if they die? or, or I don't, I'm not sure if it's if they die or not. I can't remember. Anyway, continuing on, we have Senator Ron Johnson subpoenaing FBI Director Ray for all of the records related to the investigation into President Trump, known as Crossfire Hurricane. We also have an Italian explosives expert saying that the Beirut blast that we just saw, one of numerous ones across the world, I think about six and growing, the Beirut blast's red cloud is indicative of lithium metal, which is a propellant in military missiles. This was potentially an explosives storage facility which would make a lot of sense. Now, we also saw in some of the aftermath tunnels. And in, it was hard to see. Some of the pictures came out, and you could sort of see some underground tunnels and the wreckage. And this had a large underground area to it. So I don't know if this was involved in child trafficking or what, but it was a port in a city by the sea known for its uh, terrorist and trafficking activity. Now, continue, and its weapons activity, by the way. Uh, continuing on, California will soon, I wasn't joking, be paying $1,250 to people who post positive, test positive for coronavirus. Sorry, my baby's in there distracting me with his uh, baby noises. So they're actually going to go ahead with this and pay people money to uh, test positive. Now, how many people are going to abuse this for free money and just say that they're positive? And then, on the other hand, think of this, Newsom, the governor of California, basically is saying that California can't afford certain things, uh, especially with President Trump's unemployment plan. So they're just begging for that federal handout money. Well, maybe you should make some cuts to your buy fake uh, coronavirus positives program, which is exactly what this is. Continuing, I want to mention while everybody is uh, still, you know, cautiously optimistic about this uh, supposed second plague. Uh, there are some powerful options out there to support your immune system, such as liposomal vitamin C, vitamin D, and others. You can find them at our sponsor's website, redpillliving.com slash nemos, and use your coupon code nemos for 15% off. Continuing. Shipments of 20,000 fake IDs from China. 
seized ahead of the election. Nothing to see here, folks. How many got through that I wonder? How many did we miss? Also, and this is not going to surprise anybody, and I've told you that this is the most, um, the closest that we've gotten to overt military action, turning it into a hot war. It's already a currency war, which is usually before a hot war, a trade war, which usually comes quickly before a hot war. And it's a political PR kind of war at this point. It's a blame war um, for coronavirus, which was an active war itself. So is, is it going to shock anybody that as the United States sends a top U.S. official to Taiwan, basically to, you know, play the PR game. This shows Beijing and China that we're willing to reinforce their enemies uh, like Taiwan, which they hate and they want to invade. Uh, that's where my wife is from. And uh, it's where my in-laws are still at. And they're not only have they been for years practicing military invasion uh, scenarios and, and keeping the poor Taiwanese paranoid about when are they going to cross that 50-mile uh, divide and invade them. And uh, we do have a defense treaty with Taiwan. It's the only thing that's protected them till now. But the one China policy that China pretends is the world law is that everyone has to go through China to get to Taiwan or any other part of China. And, of course, their aggression and expansionist attitude has uh, taken places like Tibet and turned them into organ harvesting centers. So China needs to be stopped, and President Trump is the man to do it. And reinforcing Taiwan is one of the ways to do it, but it is a risk because the Chinese concept of face, as I've told you guys in the past, really makes it risky to insult their honor in a public fashion because they are they are prone to lose control of their anger and just kamikaze you because you dishonored them in public okay that is that is asian face concept especially in china and japan now uh and you can look it up this is not you know me making stuff up it is a, a face concept it is a cultural face concept you can look that up in uh in japan and certain asian countries especially we're more forgiving in the West. Um, we're more understanding that people make mistakes, uh, you know, in average, not 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 down to the individual, not making judgments, just uh, in average. Continuing, uh, counterintelligence report suggests that China prefers that Biden wins and Trump loses. Go figure. Who's shocked by that one? I'm just going to be really sarcastic because no one in that we didn't need an intelligence report for that. President Trump is is knocking China out of their sweet parasitical relationship and forcing reciprocity and fairness and he's kicking them out of our pocketbook basically and of out of our military secrets and our corporate secrets and our patents and all of the other ways that they're they've been raping our country basically so continuing i also saw this earlier and i wanted to uh mention this this is where uh susan rice Involved in Obamagate, President Trump was asked about Susan Rice, and he actually came out with another mention about how Obama and others are guilty of treason. He's said this many times, but people need to remember this is coming. And, and the more he says it, I talk about the Overton window. The closer that Overton window gets to the topic of treason becoming a, a, a discussion of, well, it needs to happen, rather than, oh, that would never happen. 
That's the Overton window. What's, what's the window of acceptable dialogue? Treason's not there yet, but we're getting close, okay? Um, fake news was, at one point, a new word for people, a new phrase, a new concept, right, for many people. Um, and President Trump repeated it so often until now it's a worldwide household phrase. Okay, even the left uses it. Even though they kind of invented it, he took it and they still try to use it because they have nothing. And President Trump is changing the narrative and he's shifting the Overton window. He's like a, a lighthouse in the darkness and he's telling us where to look. And that's his superpower. And that's also, by the way, uh, the way that QAnon works. Similarly, a second lighthouse sort of boosting and synergistically echoing and, and working with uh, the public facing President Trump's Twitter and his speeches um, it's it's a beautiful sort of military and government and public sort of synergy because you've got the public arm of this which is the movement uh, the citizen journalists like myself you've got the president doing his part draining the swamp from within being the bully pulpit, being the example uh, for other leaders and and taking all of the arrows and, and casting a light and, and, and calling out the fake news. And we could not do this without either of those parts, but we also need the Q part as well to help coordinate and motivate and energize and also to, to focus that massive, powerful movement that we've built to expose evil. And focus is really important. You know, as a, as, a, as a business guy, I can tell you focus is key between, you know, success and failure. So focus is important, especially when we're against such an organized, just group effort. You know, I'm talking about the George Soros, the communists, the the, the Obamas, the deep state, the CIA, like we're the fake news, big tech. This is organized. They are funded. I mean, even the 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 Antifa are coming out there with better organization, training, and funding in some cases than um, the officers are prepared for. Okay, you're seeing a lot of officers get blinded permanently by lasers now because Antifa have been practicing guerrilla tactics, insurgency tactics. They've been training to aggressively self-defend themselves. And uh, if you don't understand what that means, it, it means that just like in that Project Veritas video we saw where they were training in a fight club, a secret fight club, they're sort of reimagining self-defense as to claim a space and say something about what was it they said in that video Nazis aren't welcome here or something like that this is my space and I'm going to claim it anyway they're trying to to redefine words imagine that no no surprise there either and they want it to now be that self-defense is an aggression against anybody that offends them okay so now if you offend them or if you show up to counter protest or if you vote Trump you or somebody who has uh crossed a, th a threshold and a line that allows them to commit violence against you in self-defense, even though you've done nothing wrong. Certainly nothing uh, that deserves violence. So continuing, a uh, person, as I said, was shot by Secret Service outside of the White House during President Trump's uh, briefing today, just a, about an hour ago or less, uh, as a, I'm doing this. And we still don't know what they were doing. I don't know if it's an assassination attempt or not. 
but certainly um, they had to shoot him for a reason. And Secret Service put this person down. They have taken him to the hospital, and hopefully we'll soon know more. Now, we also have um, the uh, sort of interesting uh, context of actually seeing it happen. Sort of um, just, I guess, a glimpse into what President Trump has to live with every day of his life. I want to give you an example here of what happened right before when the shooting occurred. Money in there. If you put your money in in March, you're 50%. The Nasdaq index continues to set new records. It's been up over 14 times, new record in Nasdaq. And uh, the S&P 500 and the Dow, Dow Jones, are going to be, I mean, the way they're going, it looks like they're just about going to be topping records, hopefully soon. Excuse me? So they got him out of there instantly and uh, locked the place down. Uh, it won't let me play this when it wants to go to Periscope for some reason. Anyway, he came back in, kind of joked um, around and got back to his, his thing. And uh, The last thing that I want to cover with everybody is that the White House siege is going to start soon. And Antifa is planning to siege and lay siege that means they're going to surround and attack basically they're they're calling it nonviolent but we know better they're going to surround and lay siege to the castle which is the white house they're going to try to take out our leader and that is president trump now recently he's made comments as though he might have to lay low for a while we know that possibly in in reference to big pharma and what he's doing there but Antifa are the ones that are openly trying to kill him, you know? Big Pharma, they will send a more quiet assassin type, and, and we've seen numerous presidents uh, face that that ending as well. Now, I just want to make mention of this. I don't think President Trump will be there for this. I, it would be kind of ridiculous to stay in the White House with you or your family if it was being sieged. So probably they'll go somewhere else, and it will be symbolic. With that said... We don't want them to symbolically take the White House either. And uh, too many of our National Guard and our police and our federal agents have already had, if not permanent blinding or permanent head injuries, at least concussions and damage and, and injuries, uh, often uh, temporary head injuries at the very least, from blocks, bricks, um, pavers being pulled out of the street and thrown at their heads. Now, that's it, folks. I'm going to dive into some other things, and I will see you on the next one. But please remember, uh, we're going to be at QCon Live at Jacksonville on the 26th and Red Pill Roadshow. And if you want to support this channel, uh, please do so at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors and share the videos, like the videos, subscribe and all that, get the notifications, join our newsletter, especially because they're going to ban us soon anyway, and the notifications don't really work on YouTube anymore the way they used to. Imagine that. So join our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news, and we'll see you on the next one.